This episode is brought to you by teachers and your local karinderia. Pareho silang turo-turo. Good evening everyone. It is 9:47 on a chilly what's today? Wednesday evening in February and I have decided to do a maybe a, a short podcast episode because I've been ruminating about this concept for a while and I I swear this has nothing to do with this whole mythology brouhaha on Facebook it um, it does have something to do with mythology but not with comics in general it uh, it has a lot to do with people and perhaps with art uh, i hope i can i hope i can share some of my thoughts more more coherently and uh, i i appreciate it if you've all been listening to my previous recordings and following me and sharing your thoughts Please let me know if there are any topics that you'd like to discuss in the future. But for now, let me put my phone to the side of my head. And I seriously hope that there's enough memory in this to keep recording. But anyway, the subject I would like to discuss tonight is a, uh, is a subject I posted on Facebook a couple of days ago. It is... Uh, the subject of mythologizing the self and the dichotomy of the phoenix. In, uh, I think, Persian mythology, the phoenix is described as a um, mystical bird who builds a pyre uh, out of its own nest and... um, is consumed in a conflagration of of fire where it perishes and is reborn. Now, uh, as beautiful an image as that is, I think a lot of people tend to overly dramatize and romanticize the idea of themselves uh, and how they they live through uh, the life of a phoenix, wherein they... They are consumed by by an, uh, an energy or a force, which then allows them to perish from their older form or from their previous form, thereby rising up and becoming something new, more powerful and different. Um, something that uh, someone, uh, turning into someone, I mean, that has overcome their uh, their adversity. And is now a better person. Again, that is a wonderful thought, a, a, a great concept, one that we would all like to to experience in our lives as often as possible, because we associate the phoenix with um, recreation, perhaps, or of reincarnation. I think that's a better word, and with triumph. While that does seem like the most plausible concept when it comes to the uh, the myth of the phoenix, uh, I'd like to propose something a bit more 
mm, uh, something a bit more on the lines of caution and self-improvement, perhaps a bit uh, a bit more of the inward gaze instead of just a surface gaze, uh, if if you know what I mean. There's something about the human mind or the human psyche and the human body, so it's a psychosomatic, uh, psychosomatic uh, issue, that people, um, the people just forget. And that is the, uh, that is the case of the burnout. And uh, if you check online, you'll see that burnout is just a complete and utter loss of, of, of will and motivation from doing something so frequently and so uh, mechanically and, and procedurally, or, or no, not procedurally, more of it's become such a process in your life that it no longer gives you fulfillment or joy if it, uh, if it used to. Most people end up suffering from burnout at work or from certain relationships or even from family and even from the things that they used to love, such as, um, such as an, uh, a creative outlet or a sport, and they become jaded and they, they lose all touch with the wonder and the excitement of, uh, of something that they used to enjoy. How does that relate to the phoenix and the uh, the act of mythologizing the self? Um, I think people would prefer to to believe that what they're going through, the burnout that they're going through, or that they're entering, is like the figurative and um, poetic death of the phoenix, wherein they suffer incredible discomfort and um, grief, perhaps, or, 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 or some, some form of disappointment, and that they perish inwardly, and from the ashes they would rise up and be better and greater and um, be unaffected by what used to hurt them or drain them. The thing is, if we continue to romanticize the, the phoenix and how we are much like the phoenix, the risk is... don't exactly know if we can recover from burnout. Unlike the phoenix, who is a creature of myth and who is empowered by some supernatural or universal force to rise up from its death, human beings are finite creatures. We have a limited time on planet Earth, and we do not have an infinite supply of energy. Even the best of us, the most uh, the, the healthiest, the most athletic, and uh, the most dedicated of human beings do not have 
all the time in the world, or rather, they do not have all the time that they want to go through、uh, the process of burning out, to disappear from society, and then come back uh, like uh, Edmond Dantes in the Count of Monte Cristo. Enriched for his suffering and and ready to exact revenge on those who have harmed him. Now, how do we then moderate the concept of, you know, burnout and and rising up like、uh, our beautiful fiery bird, without losing touch of our incredibly real humanity? I, I believe that the first thing we have to accept is, of course, the normalcy of burnout. It is something that happens to people, regardless of one's um, um, financial freedoms. It, I mean, it happens to both the rich and the poor, although at different stages in their lives and at different levels and frequencies. Uh, the middle class also suffers probably one of the most jarring forms of burnout. It's it's just the banality and the, the mundaneness of, of everyday work. We have to accept the fact that it happens. It is going to happen to you at some point, and when it does happen, we have no control over how our mind works. We can, however. With the acknowledging of、uh, of burnout and jadedness in our lives, prepare for it. And how does one prepare for the burnout? I think one of the best ways to do it is to have someone to listen to. One of the worst offenders, or the most frequent offender, rather, of Burnout, and I think one one thing that causes so much depression and anxiety is the lack of、uh, an outlet. Now, an outlet is、mm, an outlet is something, whether it's an act or a person or a place or or a process that allows people to. In some way, recover from a certain level of stress, because you know, if if you if you imagine like a video game, or、uh, if you're in the army, you know that you can't keep firing a gun without it without the risk of overheating. And in、uh, in some army games or, or or war video games, if you if you keep、uh, pressing the fire button on On an automatic weapon like a Gatling gun or, or some high-powered machine gun, it will eventually overheat. And when it overheats, it either I don't know stops working, explodes, or has a much longer cooldown. An outlet is a process like a、uh, you know like a, 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 something that you you do every day to simplify the cooldown. Like、uh, firing shorter bursts in your in your Gatling gun or in, in your automatic rifle, or perhaps、um, using it、um, less frequently. 
And in a way, human beings need to have some outlet wherein they can express themselves or their discomfort or this or their distaste or anger with uh, uh, in a healthy and protected or safe space. Burnout usually happens because of the frequency of a of a task. You keep doing something for so often and you don't experience a newness and a wonder to it and it eventually becomes so distasteful and so off-putting that you can't enjoy the task anymore. Even if you promised yourself you would be forever grateful for becoming a doctor or you will always love being a visual artist or a painter or or you will uh, you will always delight in becoming a parent or a teacher when we mythologize ourselves as the phoenix we forget that there are many factors that lead to human error and you don't exactly need to have a perfect life to have things fall uh, to have things fall apart you don't um, sorry you don't need to have a completely shitty life to have things fall apart you might be living a, a life that is so ideal as seen by other people you could be um, financially sufficient you could be in a position of power and influence respected and loved by the community and you might have a very loving family but there are parts of your brain and your heart that don't work or that don't recover in a way that enriches you or that protects you from burnout. You might be carrying a great burden. You might be feeling incredibly guilty. You might have... You might have some form of disease or, or illness that you can't share with anybody and that leads you to feel hopeless and and you lack joy in in your in your craft and that's where burnout usually happens that's when you start wondering what the hell am i doing with my life i'm not happy being who i am now i don't want to go back to work i want to just lay down on my bed for the next 18 days and slowly wither away. The phoenix does not build a pyre for itself just so it can die. It builds a pyre for itself because it knows that without the pyre, without uh, without its nest of kindling, it will never be able to continue the process. Of its uh, of its purpose, it would lose uh, it would lose a grip on its reality and on its uh, on its existence. So, as human beings, we are not living our lives empty and without purpose. We are building something for ourselves, much like the phoenix built its own pyre. We are building. Uh, Homes, we are building families or, or relationships that 
when we finally burn out or when we finally come to a point where we can no longer live this way or live in the same um, process over and over again, we have something to keep us from falling apart. So instead of thinking, oh, I'm, I'm going to rise up like the phoenix from my ashes, I, I think it would be better for people to see the phoenix as an example of self-care. We're not building a pyre so that we can be consumed by our lives or by our emotions. We are building a pyre so we don't burn the entire forest. Thank you so much for listening to this. I know it's a bit of a ramble, and I know I'm losing a lot of terminologies in uh, in my uh, stream of thought um, conversation of one. Uh, sorry, stream of consciousness. Uh, but I think it's best if you remember your humanity when you compare yourself to the phoenix. Take care of yourself. Find something that enriches you, that gives you life. Something that heals you without hurting other people or without uh, causing further consequences to, uh, further consequence to your, uh, to your uh, daily living. Be good to yourself. Do something artistic. Do something creative. Or perhaps go to the gym Talk to a priest if you have to. Talk to uh, to a psychiatrist. Go to the doctor. Tell somebody how much you love them or how much you need them. Because it's these small things, it's these small coping mechanisms that allow us to uh, step out of our, our miasma of discontent or malcontent. Again, um... This is, this is really just me sharing an idea with you people, uh, with all of my listeners. Uh, thank you so much for being here with me. I know that it's been a while since I've had um, uh, uh, a much longer episode, but I look forward to sharing more ideas with you, uh, with you folks. I hope you can send me your thoughts. If you like this episode, please... Uh, Share it with uh, with people who you think uh, needs to know that they're that they need to well stop themselves from burning out. And if there are other episodes that you want to share, um, let your friends and family know about it. Or if you have topics that you want to uh, that you want me to talk about, please let me know. And uh, well, I will see you in the next one. This is Lex. And thank you very much for listening to The Lex Files. Good night. Oh, shoot. Ah, there we go. Bye.